Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 156 of Game Time with Manny. As always, I am here with Matt. Yes, hello, hello. I didn't think of anything to open with this week. Uh, oh. It's all right, because I can brag about some stuff for a bit. Oh, shit, let's go. Okay. Uh, first off, I did the backlogged thing. I saw this, and... because I said I had notifications, and I was like, what the fuck notifications? Oh, yeah. I followed you. I know, I saw uh, but then I logged every single game I've played and uh, Manny, I think I did it. I think I've played every video game that's ever been released. I don't think that's true. <laughs> 500 was a lot to log. So to your thing to says 499. Yes. I So you're not there. Well, you are there. I, do, I didn't see what the criteria was because I saw you had the badge for 500. But then I was like, this is 499. I, it's because there were a couple instances where, like, I logged the wrong version of a game. Oh, and I, fuck. So at one point I was at 500. And I, I, see, to I see. So I see. So I, I cheated the system to get to 500. God, God damn it. You got that badge and now you're, you show off. Uh, but I also hit uh, 300 gamer score on PlayStation. So that was exciting. Oh, shit. So, yeah. Damn. That's what got you there. Uh, fist fist excellent i saw you're playing that mm-hmm. a lot recently yes, yes. Uh, makes sense that game is uh, great and i'll talk about it later okay so um yeah i don't have anything fun to share at all so you should that. try playing more video games and i mean i can talk can about the video games i'm just i'm just not talking about them right here i was gonna talk about them later but yeah but tangentially 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 yeah tangentially I can brag about stuff and, you know, cause like I'm a true gamer. That is true. Not, I mean, I, I, look, I got a platinum trophy this weekend. I don't know. What do you want from me? Mm. I was going to say get to 300, but you're at like 450 or something. Like yeah. That. I got like a trillion <laughs> and I have so many platinums. Uh-huh. I think I have almost 40 now. But... Jesus. Yeah. So, I mean, we can get into the news cause it actually yeah. happened this week. The first one I was surprised by because the Pokemon company has been recently saying, fuck you, Nintendo. We will not be part of your direct and we will put out a trailer whenever the fuck we want. And so on like Tuesday, they just were like, here's a trailer for Pokemon legends Arceus. And here's a trailer for brilliant diamond and shining pearl. And they showed a Scyther evolution cleavor and he's a rock boy and i love him and i'm very excited about it um he's great he's ground and ground and bug rock and bug i don't remember one of the two i wonder how you evolve it uh yeah i don't know but it also appears there's a so each one of the new pokemon that they have shown seems to be like a pokemon that you use to do an hm move Mm. so like cleavor would be cut the Hisuian Braviary is Fly and has several other ones. The only one that they have not shown was Rock Climb, which they showed a silhouette and it looks like a weird, really skinny Nuzleaf. So we'll see. I, Matt, I need a Hisuian Pseudo-Wudo evolution. I need like a big tree man. Is That's what I want other than, I mean, we're going to get a cool Arcanine already, but I right, want, right. You, you I want Pseudo-Wudo to get a sick evolution. I do think it's really sad that we're getting a really cool Arcanine and you're not even going to support the game. I, I just think that's really unfortunate. I will purchase this game. I'm very you, oh, you were actually, I thought you said you weren't even going to get it. 
No, Legends? I'm getting Legends. Oh, Legend. Oh, right. Yeah, We're talking yeah, yeah. Legends, not... Uh, okay, yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I will get this every Okay, day. Legends. You're you're not getting Brilliant Pearl and... Probably not. I yeah, I mean, I'm not going to play it, even if I do get it. So, like, what's the point? Um, but this... Yeah, this comes out January 28th. Okay. And uh, it's showing the hot new Pokemans. I mean, mm-hmm. the, the rest of the stuff they showed in the trailer was, like you can like throw pokeballs at Pokemon while you're like swimming around past them. So you're just like dumping pokeballs out and like chucking them and shit. Uh, I do think that the like graphics and textures aren't like super great. Like people have been saying, but I, I think that it just looks interesting and different enough that I don't give a shit. Uh, People have been being kind of weird because there is a part in the trailer where it shows like a stat screen and it looks like the Pokemon don't have abilities just like they didn't in um, the Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee. But it also added the mechanic of the, like, you can make a move fast or more powerful or whatever, the speed and power types or whatever. So it is adding a mechanic type, and they're, like, slightly trying to redo the battle. So, I mean, who knows? It also could be an early build or whatever. Um, The way they show Cleavor is he is, like, an enraged Pokemon, and so he's, like, glowing yellow. And it is one of the worst effects I've ever seen. And I tweeted this. I hope it is the first iteration of that they ever put into the game. And they had just not yet polished it because it's just like, it looks like someone threw a bucket of yellow paint at Cleavor and he, he mad about it. And so he like tries to kill you and you as the trainer have to dodge out of the way. People were very excited that the Pokemon try to kill you for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you feed it a medley of its favorite foods or some weird bullshit they said, and it will calm down and then you can capture it or do whatever you got to do with it. Um, and so that's neat. I'm curious how that's going to work. I am also, but a video game website wrote an article about how there are dark souls boss battles in the new Pokemon game. And then I said, wow, Pokemon legends Arceus is the dark souls of Pokemon games. I can't wait. Oh god! And I was just like, "When's the Bloodborne of? When is the Bloodborne of Pokemon? Exactly. That's (laughs) what I'm looking for." Uh, But yeah, that article. I don't know why anyone would write that. But the the game does look cool, and I every time they show a new Pokemon evolution, I am excited. I'll take new Pokemon. I'll take old Pokemon evolutions, new forms, whatever you got. I mean, this game is already delivering quite a few things that I think are cool. So I will. uh, I mean, realistically, what there's like. Not even being hyperbolic, I mean, there, there's like a thousand Pokemon now, right? There are. And I mean, these are just like other forms of sure. existing Pokemon so right. far. So like, uh, I yeah. mean, no other franchises are expected to come up with like a hundred plus new things for every single like. No, no. And like, I just think it's cool that there's any new ones, you know, yeah, what I mean, yeah. in this. Uh, the thing that I do want, though, I can't I can't say I demand anything because they already put in my boy. He's and Growlithe. So like every, anything's good now. But what if it, a second or a third Growlithe? Now, see, that would be cool. <laughs> but the thing that I actually want now is because the starters, the final forms would be Typhlosion, Samurai and uh, Decidueye. Mm-hmm. I want their final forms to be like Hisuian versions of those. Mm-hmm. So they're like samurai-esque or like ninja-esque or something. I think that would be cool. I don't think they will do that, but I think that would be really neat. Or at least um, give them some like special moves or something. Yeah, or make something. Them unique. Yeah, make them unique in some way. But we'll see. I mean, they're, there's still so much time for them to churn out a bunch of dumb marketing in the next four months. So like, 
Well, they, they, I assume they, they're going to want to push hard on Brilliant Pearl or I don't even Diamond and Pearl remake. Uh, Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. And they, the, they did a trailer for that and it showed right. a lot of the stuff from those games is coming back and looks really cool. And I, they look good. I mean, they, they look cool. Uh, they showed like the Riley, the trainer for Lucario in the movie and stuff. And he's in it again. You know, it looks like those games and I, it looks cool. So it looks like more Pokemon. Yeah, it looks like Pokemon Diamond and Pearl, but mm-hmm. on the Switch. So that's why I didn't write anything here about that is because there's like sure. nothing to say. They like showed the Poketch and Riley and a couple other trainers. And you're like, well, I already knew this. I've seen I've played the game. I done played it already. Uh, but yeah, Legends continues to look cool. Mm-hmm. Um, you added the next one here about God of War. Uh, yes, uh, Christopher Judge, the voice actor. It seems like just like unprompted out of nowhere tweet. Did you see this tweet? Uh, yes, I did. I'll, I pulled it up just so I could read it verbatim. Uh, I, I need to be forthcoming. This is Christopher Judge, the, the voice actor for Kratos. I need to be forthcoming. This has been approved by no one. To to the Delove fandom, Ragnarok was delayed because of me. August 2019, I couldn't walk. Had to have back surgery, both hip re- hips replaced, and knee surgery. They waited for me to for waited for me to rehab. It, the wrong two and that that's what threw me off oh okay it was t-o-o and it's like nope that's not but whatever nope, that's incorrect <laughs> uh so yes uh it seems like uh, he needed to have surgery and then like rehab so they which i mean like if you watch that documentary they do like full-blown uh you know i what are the, what do you uh, motion capture motion capture and so it makes sense that they were like yeah we I mean, if he couldn't walk, then like he definitely couldn't do motion captures. Mm-hmm. So that that, but like I didn't really th- think too much about it. Did you? I mean, four years for a game that's going to probably take you know thirty forty hours didn't seem anything outrageous, did it to you? No, the thing that I the only thing I thought was weird was they didn't show up for so long, and then that trailer was like way more gameplay than I ever would have expected from like a first real gameplay reveal, which probably means that the game is like mostly done already. I don't know, like I, I the way they did it, I prefer just like a little teaser of what it is, and then just delay until like here's something tangible. Uh, I so. do too, but they don't usually do that. They show the game fucking eight hundred times in a row. Well, like, now they're going to show it eight hundred times. Now that well, now they will. But I'm yeah. just saying, like, think about the Last of Us too. They like showed the CG cutscene mm. so early on, and then didn't show gameplay. But then at their next event, they did, and at the next event, and the next event, and the next event, until it came out, and it was like one of those things where it's like, oh motherfucker. Whereas like God of War. I hope they don't do that. I think they will still, but yeah. I mean, they've been pretty good about horizon too, but yeah, they, yeah, we're yeah. still kind of far off from horizon. So there's still time for them to show it to us. Well, also they just haven't had a lot of events. That's true. Yeah. So they just don't have the events anymore, which the weird thing, getting back to the, the last of us, that first trailer, that was so weird. When you really think about it in the game and how Where it takes place yes, yes. in the game, uh-huh. it's just, because I remember thinking the whole time, like, yes. Is this scene not in the game? Like, because they talk about it. Yes. Like, they refer to it in the beginning of the game, and you're like, oh, it's weird that we don't get a flashback of this, like, right now. 
Well, not only that, it was just like the night before at the start of the game. Yeah. So, so it was, just it was like yes. it was a very weird thing. Yeah, that's a weird way. But I mean, it worked out. I don't it worked know. fine. But yeah. it's one of those things where like if you didn't see that trailer, like like because we had that was in the back of our mind the entire game. Mm-hmm. And then it was probably what the last like two hours of the game or whatever. Yeah. It was just weird. Yeah, very weird. <laughs> uh yeah so i mean i i didn't really expect that i mean like when god of war was delayed to me it wasn't even delayed it was like the first time they announced a release date for real you know what i mean so like it was just in development yeah like i I don't know they basically said it's coming someday and like i don't know people were like outraged for some reason i don't know it's very weird it's just one of those things where it's just like i know when it comes out it's going to be very polished it's going to be one of the best looking games on the ps5 well and i guess it's coming to ps4 as well uh, but I mean, it's gonna be—it's gonna be one of those like, yeah, it's—it's it's gonna be one of those games that's gonna take a while to to make if if you want it done right, yeah. or you can have something that's getting churned out every year that is kind of half-assed. I mean, that—that's your other option. Yeah, it is. So, um, did you see that God of War 2018 is the best game of all time? Uh, according to who? The IGN poll. Really? Wow. Yeah, they did a poll of the best games of all time and they pitted them against each other and God of War beat GTA 5 in the final. Hmm. Interesting. There were many choices I would not have made. Uh, sure. So, you know, mm-hmm. but that it got to that point where it was God of War versus GTA and God of War won by 40,000, 43,000 votes. Wow. Well, I good think. for them. Good, yeah, good for them, that, I guess. that's I mean, cool. That's... Yeah, best game of all time. I mean, wonderful. Uh, yeah, and like I didn't see how much more they did. I don't know how long it was going on for. I just seen that it was going on, but the bracket wasn't like terribly huge. So I don't know if it was like what Game Facts used to do, where they would pit like hundreds of characters against each other mm-hmm. for like months and months, or if it was just like they just made this bracket and then were like. I we think these are the best as IGN staff. I don't know how it came to be, but can I just pretend that IGN someone from there listens to our podcast? Yeah, sure. Stole our bracket thing. Yes, exactly. (laughs) They did. They were like, oh, they were so upset over Sony that they had to (laughs) rig it because we said Spider-Man was better than God of War. I don't I Spider-Man was on. I think it was on there, but like. There was a bunch of like Fallout New Vegas was there too, and people really like New yes. Vegas. I I think San Andreas did beat it, which I argued with someone about this. I think San Andreas is better than New Vegas, which is easy for me to say as someone who did not play New Vegas mm-hmm. uh, and really like San Andreas. So I don't know. There were a couple though that I looked at and was just like, what? I don't think this is true. Like Tetris got pretty far. And like, I agree with that, like in the grand scheme of all video Mm -hmm. games, but it was just like, how the fuck do you compare Tetris to like Grand Mm -hmm. Theft Auto? Like, what do you, what is that comparison in your brain? I'm going to have to figure out a way to do a bracket where Tetris and Grand Theft Auto. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. It just like, it just, it doesn't make sense to me. Uh It was like, ah, yes. The L block, my favorite character. Like, I don't (laughs) fucking know. Um, but to continue on the Sony train, uh, hilariously, Sony acquired Bluepoint, <laughs> <Finally>. <laughs> which which was already leaked uh, mm-hmm. when 
Sony Japan accidentally tweeted the image about it last time they acquired a bunch of studios and pe- like people were like, oh, I get that makes sense. And they were like, oh, we didn't actually acquire them. And it's like, what the fuck? And it took a little bit longer. Like I said, it was probably just like the deal wasn't finalized or whatever. I think that's still the case or something. I read something for like a couple months or whatever. Well, um, like, when Microsoft first acquired Bethesda, it was what, like eight months before it officially happened? I yeah, think. something so, like, like that. I, I don't how, know how all that works, but it needs to be like reviewed by the government, I guess. Yeah. And Bluepoint confirmed that they are not working on a remake right now. They're working on a new game, Ooh. which people were like, well, they could just be making a new Metal Gear Solid game instead of the remake. And I was like, oh, you're living a fantasy dream. Like, they're probably just like made four remakes or whatever they made. And then we're like, what if we made our own thing? You yeah, know what, what I mean? if they like, had a new IP? Know. Yeah, and that would work in Sony's favor. And they're good at making games, they have proven, mm-hmm. obviously, to get bought. So like, sure. I mean, they didn't say anything about what it was or whatever, but I, sure, that's, sure. Cool. I, that's cool. I'll take that- it. That's exciting that they're working on a new IP. Like Sony needs new IPs. Exactly. So that that's good. And uh, <coughs> then one of the other studios Sony acquired recently, Fire Sprite, that studio acquired another studio, Studio uh-huh. Inception. Uh-huh. Fire uh-huh. Sprite acquired Fabric Games, uh, which brings their total employee number up to like 250 something, I think I saw. Um, and it's just... I have been listening to a lot of Grub Snacks, the giant bomb show where Jeff Grubb talks about stuff. And he said the reason that everyone is buying a lot of studios right now is because inflation will probably be pretty large mm. in uh, the next couple of years. So they don't want to just sit on that money. They want to make it work for them mm. uh, before it loses some of its value. And also, uh, all, a lot of studios are busy because software is very important right now, more so than it has been in the past. Uh, so every studio that exists is busy with something. Mm. So sometimes you'll ask a third party developer like, hey, can you develop this? And they'll say, oh, sorry, bro. We already are making three games for three other developers or whatever. Uh, so it is important for Sony and Microsoft to buy studios so they can say, ha ha, make our shit, mm. um, which ties into the next thing that blew my fucking brain open mm-hmm. is that the <laughs> the initiative the microsoft quadruple a studio uh-huh. that's making the new uh perfect dark entry hired crystal dynamics to help them with uh this with the game and uh, people were just like excuse me what why would they do that because they just made the avengers and no one really liked that very much um and that is the reason is because manpower is at a premium and mm. i bet crystal dynamics is not working on anything because they did such a good job on the avengers that square was like what do we do and so they didn't want them to make a new game so instead they are going to work with the initiative, but also I guess one of the main people at the initiative came from crystal dynamics. Yeah. Yeah. And so he probably had a working relationship with those people and it was easier to like square Enix is going to get guaranteed money out of that deal, as opposed to if they put them on another project or keep having them churn out Avengers DLC where the return would be questionable. Um, so that's interesting. And I, I am not trying to dunk on crystal dynamics. Like, they did a good job on those Tomb Raider games. You know what I mean? Like they yes. have, they have a good track record. It's just, I, I am sure 
a great many factors played into how the Avengers played out. So I, I mean, like we can speculate. Oh, we can. I mean, yeah. Like, I mean, maybe, <clears throat> maybe they wanted to make more of a single player thing, and then Square Enix was like, it "Was yeah. like, no, this has to be a game as a service. Yes. Those are the best and make yes. us tons of money." Uh-huh. Uh, and I bet Marvel got their hands in the pie as well, yes. and we're like, "Oh no, you can't do this, or you should do this, and have to have the characters from the movies because they're popular." Yeah, so many things probably happened to that game. Like, I don't want to dunk. Sound like I'm dunking on Crystal Dynamics all the time. I'm I, sure they will do a fine job here helping the color if you look at the core game it is a perfectly oh yeah it's a totally fine, fine game, game. Hmm? Uh, it's, it's a solid you know four out of five game playing playing game it's a solid story whatever it's a really bad games as a service game <laughs> but as like just like a game that you like the combat and stuff it, it's all functional it all works it's not it's not terrible by any means so. yeah so so i mean that's interesting uh mm-hmm. but i think it's kind of funny to me that the quadruple a studio was such high quality had to bring in another developer to help them make their quadruple a game <laughs> doesn't sound very good does it uh I but it's, it's gonna be fucking fine i don't know yeah, it's, it's, gonna, gonna, be, be it's gonna be the same thing uh yeah. i will switch up the order here to continue with acquisitions and such um okay. netflix acquired uh night school studios the people who make oxen free and uh after party Mm-hmm. Um, and as we talked about before the podcast, Netflix just launched three stupid mobile games in Germany, Italy, and Switzerland. I maybe? said Poland. Maybe I said Poland. I don't know. I only really remember Germany and Italy now. Okay. Uh, but it's like hoops, shoot em hoops or something, card something and something else. And, uh, they are on Android in those country or every, I mean, I could look it up here, but I wasn't allowed to partake in these really wonderful products. Uh, they based they're just they had three mobile games and um they had announced recently they were trying to get into the video game space which means you're just going to be able to stream a bunch of weird bullshit on the netflix app places as well uh, which i mean i think about it in like simple things like the telltale games yeah, which is why that like could a, work on Netflix. Yes, which I believe that that was their first test. I think the Minecraft uh, mm-hmm. Telltale game was one that was on Netflix in select areas for a little bit. Yes. But Night School Studios games like that would work as well. Like that would work fine. You know, you're just yeah. walking around talking to people. If you stuff. just you remove the, the like the walking around parts and it's yeah. just kind of like, you know, like like a point and click <laughs> adventure or something. I more just like pick the dialogue or just like, here's like a, here's four options. Just kind of pick one type of thing. Like that would work just fine. And it just kind of turns into like a pick your own adventure type game. Yeah. But I mean, Netflix had announced recently they were going to get into gaming and uh, people were like, I don't think so, but they did mean it. So uh, that that's happening. Uh, Night School Studio promised everyone that this does not mean anything is changing about Oxenfree 2. It is still coming to regular consoles, but, you know, anything they make after, maybe not. So wait, has Netflix now released more games than Google? Uh, Yeah, I think so. Because Google unreleased their one game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Amazon's got one out there, so they got more than Amazon, too, I think. Because the Crucible was in beta. Uh, it came out. They put okay. It, that, that, they that, put it back in beta, Amazon, and yes, then, they, then they then they unreleased it. Um, 
And so now they have their new MMO that just came out, New World, mm. uh, which people seem to like. I oh, think good. the aesthetic of it is not for me, uh, but my brother's been watching a lot of streams of it, and I remember he played the beta a couple months ago and seemed to enjoy it. Uh, but no, Google did like buy studios for yes. Stadia, and I don't... Th- only they might have only put out like one stadia exclusive game if that because the one i can think of right now is a game that i've been looking forward to called young souls Mm. and then like they signed a deal with stadia and it was on stadia only for the past couple months but now it's coming to consoles like Mm. next week or something um but i that was i think they just made a deal with them because google was like trying to buy studios but then we're like oh no we've made a mistake and video games are more expensive to make than we ever thought and uh then they just like got out of that and we're trying to sign deals also i think they realized that like people who play video games are not as into the streaming as we thought they would be yes i think that is also a key factor there um yeah that whole thing is weird but anyways netflix seems like they're trying to get in there and they have this whole statement about like fucking they want to change the discoverability of games and like bring them to more people and so we'll see what they mean by that and how that works out but i don't see myself playing a sick netflix game anytime soon but i mean who knows i mean if if a decent enough graphic adventure that you could just kind of like yeah i mean like i like i like night school studios enough that <laughs> if they make a game and it only is not available on the netflix thing i will give it a shot but, yeah yeah as i said like they have to make a game for that platform like yeah. I, I think avoiding any movement just because like that's just going to be clunky and not feel good mm-hmm. uh like it can work just fine so. yeah yeah uh, and I'll, I'm just changing up the order all over the place. You put this on here. Monster Hunter Rise is coming to PC January 12th. Mm-hmm. Let me fucking tell you about this. It looks so much better than the Switch version that it is unreal. And they are already fully optimizing the fuck out of the Switch version. But this is running at a higher frame rate than 60 in the trailer. And they improved the textures and it looks so good. And then they put out a survey that interested me that said, what could we do to further interest you in this? And one of the things was save transfers from the switch to the PC. That is a guaranteed way for me to pay $60 again for your game, but also pay for your expansion. See, if you can, if it's like destiny where you can bounce back and forth Uh, and then just be like, okay, I'm going on vacation uh, for this week. I'll just take the switch. And and they have, they have proven Mm -hmm. that it will work. Mm-hmm. because of the switch version of hades right i can move that between my switch and my pc thing not the ps5 and xbox series x versions of that would be too much uh but the switch version can do that what the fuck let's Ubis- go Capcom? ubisoft has that uh yeah they do so i think it Destiny? i think it's good yes because like but ubisoft they have like their own like that ubisoft plus or whatever yeah it yeah is. uh and in, like I think all their saves, so you can like I could carry a save from any of that stuff. It's it's nice that it's becoming more uniform. Yeah. I bet by the next generation, it, like saves will be basically. A- yeah, I th- I think it will be across mm-hmm. all platforms then too. Yes. But like, oh my god, please Capcom, l- please do this, <laughs> please. I've never wanted something from Capcom more than this. It like looking at it, I was just like, oh god. 
I have the knowledge of what this looks like now on PC mm-hmm. and I can't turn back. It's not like Monster Hunter World where it was like, oh, like it looks relatively similar because like mm-hmm. whatever. Fuck now, dude. It looks so much better and more smooth. I was, oh, God. I, I mean, going from like the the ps4 to the pc like yes there's a big difference but it's mm-hmm. not like like going from the switch to the pc is just like <laughs> that's like going from the ps3 to the pc today. yeah like it just did that's ridiculous and because the expansion comes out next summer if it comes out on the same day on pc like it's over for me on the switch get that shit out of yeah, uh, but I mean, Capcom probably was like, oh, this sold like a fuckload of copies on the Switch. I bet we could sell a bajillion D on the PC, which I mean, they had announced it was coming to PC when Rise was announced, but they always right. do this weird staggered release bullshit. And I think it is because they want people to double dip. Uh, so they like know they can suck up some more sales. And, uh, and they know a lot of people will double dip. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's the same thing Square is doing with those Final Fantasy pixel remasters. Like, there's a reason they're only on PC or only on Switch and they're not on P. Oh, no, they are on Steam. There's a reason why Rockstar just keeps uh, releasing GTA on every platform. Exactly. Because people quadruple in quintuple dip on yes. that one. Yeah. <laughs> yes. The second best game of all time, I've heard. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Sure. So I don't fucking know, dude. That, But I was just like, oh, Capcom, please. Please. Isn't that coming out soon? Uh, GTA. GTA 5. Uh, no, it got delayed till March. I mean, that's still kind of soon, I guess. It is, but your game that's already come out on three different generations <laughs> of hardware got delayed. Like, come on, guys. I will say at least they like they put in a lot of work from the PS3 to like the PS4 version. Oh, yeah, because they added that whole first person mode and stuff. And like, well, just graphically as well. I mean, graphically as well, like this will probably look a lot better, too. But like this is your second time remaking this. Like it's not a good sign exactly that you delayed it like for five. I mean, like realistically, how different is this going to be from like the PC version? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like it's not. And like you can get so many mods on the PC version that are like, these textures are fucking 4k and there's ray tracing and it like looks like the best thing you've ever seen. So like, I I don't know. It's not going to add a lot for a lot of people. If they're, if they're playing on PC, it's adding nothing really, but Mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe they're going to have some like sick extra content, which they're definitely not. So I don't know. Do you have any idea how like GTA online is like doing like on the consoles? Is that still like really? Oh yeah. It breaks in the cash for them. They like, they, it's absurd. It's absurd how much money. I don't understand because like there are way better shooters. Well, but it's not about the shooting. I mean, the GTA RP is like a huge part of that. Yeah, but that's all on the PC. Like they're not RPing like that on the. the Oh, yeah. Oh, they are. So are they? Yes. I used to accidentally get into RP groups in GTA 4 online. Okay. People are. How do you accidentally get into? Because you just it would put you in a random server and it would be like six friends who were there like. I'm RPing as a prostitute. And you're like, oh, we got to get out of here. This guy cannot be a part of this. I just wanted to have fun and shoot people. Uh, yeah. So you shit like that. Prostitute. Um, I also bet that the PS5 will like be able to up the players in the world. Each mm-hmm. like server simultaneously count as well. Sure. Um, so like stuff like that matters. Uh, whereas like on PC, it's just the person hosting it has to have more horsepower in their server machine or whatever. So, you know, 
Um, and then to finish it off, this one's for me. Mm-hmm. DJ Max Respect V on PC, on Steam. I thought that their last DLC pack was going to be their last one. And they said, no, Manny, we've got you. And they said at the end of October, we're going to do a collaboration pack with 21 songs from Nexon. So my favorite songs from Maple Story, Dungeon Fighter Online, of which I have none. Uh, I don't care what the songs are, as long as they're coming to the game. And V Extension, which was the first DLC pack they put out for the Steam version, uh, was the best content they've ever put out for the game. And they said they're going to do a second one in early 2022. So that'll be all new songs that they have made themselves. And they're going to keep making other V extensions uh, through at least the year of 2023 through the end of that. So they're going to keep doing collabs with other rhythm games and other companies. They're going to keep putting out V extensions. They're going to keep doing the season pass. And that is ridiculous because this game came out in 2017 in Japan, I think. Is there a game that you would love to have this, the music from? Um, yes, I would like Undertale personally. Okay. Um, I don't think that will happen, but like the closest I could get to something that would happen is Guilty Gear. And that already happened. Like there okay. is Guilty Gear music in it. It was a three song pack, though. So like most of the mm. crossover packs are like 15, 20 songs. Sure. But um, from other rhythm games, though, like I would have said Demo and Citus. But again, those were added already. So like a lot of the big rhythm games for like mobile and stuff are, have mm. already been crossed over. So, right. Yeah, I don't know. It's cool. Undertale would be really cool. But like, I think any like chip tune esque music would be really cool because it's not necessarily there's not a lot of that in the game so sure uh yeah i don't know and they said more optimization for the pc version and that's great because the anti-cheat software makes it chug like a motherfucker sometimes on pc even though i have like the world's most powerful graphics card now and a really fast ssd the game does not care (laughs) because they really don't want you to rip the music directly out of it that's oh. why they have their thing. It's really funny, actually, because normally the console versions would be way more secure with that kind of thing. But in this case, it's the opposite, where the console versions have like no security on them. So it's really easy to rip out all the music if you know how. Mm-hmm. But the PC version, it's like super impossible. And I think that I think that's really funny, uh, which is one of the reasons why they said going forward, the PS4 version will only get the new songs that they write it will not get the collaborations i wonder if like the other studios are making them put that in like they like it can't go on ps4 i which it seems that way because they specifically in this were like yeah the nexon collab will not come to ps4 and i was like oh what which i mean it's got to be easy like to get all those songs off the internet oh for sure but like they it used to be why rock band was concerned about it is because they would have the master tracks Mm -hmm. so you could like recreate all the songs and the whole thing and people like djs would use that to like remix the songs and stuff and they really don't want that i guess sure okay because it's like the highest quality version of any sound or whatever you can get from it so it's weird i don't know that's why rhythm games are a very strange beast and like licensing works weird like maybe they have to pay the licensing fee twice if they want to put it on ps4 and Mm -hmm. a pc and like they're a pretty small studio so like you know they probably don't have enough fee. they might not have enough money to do all that right and if they're going to focus on one the pc version has a way larger audience with more players so might as well focus on that one 
but I mean, like I would get, I get it if if you were playing the PS4 version since uh, 2017 when the Japanese you imported the Japanese one, like it kind of sucks that mm-hmm. you might not be able to play all the stuff. But at least all the original stuff will come. I don't know, but you could also, if you like it that much, just transition to the PC version and it's better in every way. So I don't know. I was gonna ask, like, it, I, it doesn't seem like it's a game that's too much of a hog on your system. No, it's not. It's the anti-cheat stuff that really fucks your right, system right. over. But um, no, like it works just fine, and uh, the PS4 controller works flawlessly with it. Uh, it has more songs in it and stuff like that. It just has more. How's the mod support? Uh, I, I, it does not have any because of the anti-cheat oh. stuff. Um, oh, okay. But like, it has online versus mode, uh, like ranked, which the original game does not have on ps4 and stuff like that so and like the the pc version has the season pass stuff which like every three months they put out a 20 dollar battle pass and like every battle pass you can just level up and get the free stuff or if you pay you can get the premium stuff as well when you level up so i don't know i like supporting them and like i have supported them more than any human should i bought all the dlc up until the last two on ps4 I bought all of it on PC again. I bought their collector's edition soundtrack. I fucking have bought all three battle passes. Like I'm in there, so I'll keep paying them. And I, but I, this is probably your most played game the last like three years. Oh yeah. Like I love this game. So I will, I will keep going as long as they keep giving me stuff. So So, like you, you've spent a lot of money, but you're getting your money's worth. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like I've played this game for hundreds of hours overall total. So like, I think my, I think my Steam playtime. Let me check this real quick. I think it's almost at a hundred, but I have a couple hundred on the PS4 version. So, right. Um, so. Yeah, I'm at 96 hours on the Steam version. So you should you should just hit a hundred this weekend. So. Uh, I will be gone this weekend, <laughs> sadly, for my PC. Oh. So I will not uh, be able to. But I I need to do the season's battle pass. So, mm. but. I think there's two months left and usually I like waiting until there's a new DLC pack. So, mm-hmm. but I have been learning six button recently. So, you know, I still play it every so often and I try not to play it as often because I'll just be like, Oh, I should be playing all this stuff. And then I'll just play it for four or five hours in a row. Right, and I'll be right. like, no, <laughs> I should have done something else. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I it's very rare for me to like like games that much and like not right, burn right. out on them. So it's it's a special thing for me at least. So when they were like put out the thing, I was like, oh, they're gonna say like this is the final DLC or something. They're like, no, we're supporting it for two more years. I was like, what the fuck? That's <laughs> insane. Uh, yeah. So that's the that's the news. A lot going on. Yeah. Uh, cool. Things actually happening this week. Things so actually that's... happening. Yeah. And uh, we both played a, a decent amount of games. Yes. So. Uh, a lot uh, of so, newer stuff. Yeah, too. we'll transition to that. Uh, you can go first, I guess. I'm so curious to hear a couple of these things because I saw okay. what you rated Kenna. Or sorry, uh-huh. Kena, as Kena. I found out it's called. I'm not going to fucking say that. Uh, and uh, yeah, I'm curious. But I, whichever one you want to talk about first, go ahead. I mean, I want to hear about Fist. I want to hear about Kena. Uh, Fist, I finished in 100%ed. I You kept playing it, man. Like, I would yeah, look yeah. Like, while I was playing Genshin, I would like, like, sometimes I'll be like, oh, who's online? Like, is someone still mm-hmm. playing Tales of Arise or whatever? And every time you'd be playing Fist. And I was like, <laughs> oh, Matt really likes Fist. Holy shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, it, it was like, 
less than 20 hours. It was like 19 hours to 100% it. Yeah, still. But I mean, like, if you really like a game and it's like not super long like that and you want to yeah, go yeah. back 100%, like I did that with Chicory. Yeah. Like, it yeah, took yeah. me like 20 hours and I was like, oh, I'm going to 100%. There's no yes. question. Like, I love this thing. Yeah. Which, I mean, Manny, this game, it's insane. One of the <laughs> things I, I, I'm a little upset with is there's this guy that I just kept passing and he was like training or whatever. And I, I didn't even really engage with it and I didn't talk to him at all. You actually have to kind of like do like, I just kind of thought it was like practice, like some of the combos and stuff. You actually need to do that for like in-game upgrades and stuff. Oh shit. Uh, but like, so I had to actually engage with that stuff at the, after I beat it. And I'm really disappointed. I didn't do that before because <laughs> it, it has you do like, I'm not even exaggerating, like fighting game style combat. Hell yeah. That's what I'm where about. it's like hit square hit. It's basically hit square and then like hit square X triangle, which pops them up in the air. Then you have to jump up. You have yes. to hit like three more buttons. You have to switch to a different weapon and like it, you have to like just keep doing it over and over and over again till you get that timing. That's what I'm talking about. Aerial it, combos. It, it, it is i mean there's there is a trophy for comboing an enemy in the air for 15 seconds hell yeah which just tells you how deep that combo system is mm-hmm. i would love to see like fighting game players like oh, just yeah. hand, just like hand willy the controller and just see what <laughs> he can come up with because it, it was a lot of fun now for me to get that trophy i've discovered a glitch where the enemy was just kind of like stuck <laughs> in the air and falling. So then I just started mashing the one button. Oh, yeah. See, a, that's it, that it I would infinite. do too. Yeah. Uh, you it, find the I, infinite. I found the infinite <laughs> and I, I got that trophy. Because uh, I because it, it was actually the training dummy, and I was like, I'm just gonna keep mashing this button and see see if it gives me the trophy, and it did. And I was like, all right, uh, yeah. Nice. Uh, so yes, I went through and got everything that game is great there's also just a tip if anyone ever plays this game there's a guy that i passed all the time that sold noodles Mm -hmm. and once again i was just like oh it's probably a video game thing you like you eat the noodles if you're low in health so i never really did it uh if you keep eating the noodles you you get an upgrade for that as well so that's something you're gonna want to keep doing so like anytime you pass that guy just eat some noodles and do some of the training mode before you beat the game because it, it will also make you appreciate that combo system way more yeah yeah uh so uh nope fist i'm done with it is fantastic it was just great um i guess we can talk about <laughs> uh, it's dude you do this to yourself i swear to god man <laughs> any game that you were like oh i can't wait to play this you uh, always are just like oh i don't really like this that much and uh, like obviously you didn't hate it i you gave it three stars i saw mm-hmm. or whatever well I have, i'm still playing it it's... yeah but like i i mean just like for you to just be like oh no like i mm-hmm. i don't know i'm not really feeling this that that's a bummer i think it, it it's a game that it feels like it's less than the sum of its parts yes which i that makes sense because they're an Mm -hmm. animation studio i it just like on paper it's like it's got a combat system it has like the bow and arrow it has some puzzles it's now positives it's very like charming it's very oh yes i it's beautiful to look at yeah you can Uh, photo mode is great mm -hmm. i've seen these things um the story there is a story there is one Uh (laughs) uh-huh but like all together i'm just like I just feel nothing for this game. <laughs> I just feel nothing. It's fine. It is just like it's so okay. Yeah. 
Uh, see, like, I actually was very excited for it. I know. And then they weren't sending any review copies out, which made me kind of start second guess that. Uh, but then the review started coming out after the fact and they started getting positive. So then I started getting more excited about the game. But like, even then, like, I started playing Fist and I got really into Fist. So I kind of just pushed off Kena. And I don't know. It just did not do anything. It's not doing anything for me. I after about an hour in, I was like, "How badly do I want to finish this game?" Which it's like, well, I just spent forty dollars on it, so I probably should try <laughs> to finish it. Yeah. So I just dropped it down to story mode, and I'm just gonna just like chip away at it. For so I time. also saw people saying that the combat can get fucking brutal, which it should mm. not in a game like that. So yeah, yes. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Like, it's just, there's just nothing gripping me. It's just. That's fair. It's, it's fine. Like, I'm All not saying style, it's terrible. no substance. Yeah. It's, which I, it seems like some people liked it. I mean, it has like an eight over 80 on open critic and Metacritic. So some people really liked it. Yeah. It like literally seems like a PS2 game, to be honest. Mm. Like, it just seems like a throwback to a PS2 era style game like that, that mm-hmm. has, looks very good graphically. And right. like, there's nothing wrong with that. Like that appeals yeah, yeah. to a certain amount of people. Like I will probably enjoy that to a certain extent, but like if you weren't really playing a lot of games back then and you don't have nostalgia for that time, or even if like, just like looking at pretty visuals, isn't the main reason and you're playing it i don't yeah. like it just doesn't seem uh, yeah i don't know like it doesn't seem great like i don't think i'm gonna be like oh this is, i fucking love this game i will probably yeah, be yeah, like yeah. this is fine i don't know whatever which you i'm very quirky with games like yeah i like if it if it has mechanical issues and it's like chugging like i'm just like ah whatever like where you get like very <laughs> upset about that like fist would probably upset you more uh the ps5 version i think does I'm not sure have those same yeah. things yeah uh but like for me, like the movement, like that is a make or break. That is why, like, I played like a few hours of Witcher and I just walked away. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why, like, Rockstar games, they ha- like Rockstar has a certain feel. Yes. And like now, those games are just like it's like too tight. I don't know how to explain this, but the movement just feels like too tight. Yeah. This feels very loose. Interesting. Uh, to the point where I actually had to go into the menu, and I've never done this in a game, and I had to change. Uh, the camera. Oh, I have to do that in every game now. Oh, okay. If the camera is not fast enough, I fucking can't. Oh, it's take too it. fast. Oh, I would love it then. I'm in. I might have to. I was just like, oh, this is too like this is like too loosey goosey. I need to tighten this up a bit. I can't remember what game it was this year where I was just like, if I can't change this turning speed of the camera, I can't play this game. I don't remember what it was, and like I kept cranking it up, and it was like, oh, this still isn't fast enough, and I had to hit it to the max. I can't remember what that was, but I was just like, this feels terrible. I wonder what it was. It might have been Persona Strikers. Mm. I can't remember, though. Yeah, that was a long time ago now thinking about that. But I just remember being like, oh, I do know. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. I I mean, I get that, though. There are certain, yeah. I mean, people, everyone has different tastes. Like that. Yeah, yes. But yeah, this game, I don't know, is going to really do it for me either. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I, as I said, I'm going to get through it. I put it down on the hardest difficulty and I'll chip away at it. And it might take me a while because like I just get bored playing it. That's mm. the big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, I do want to announce I've officially beaten 10 games, uh, 2021 games. So now I, I can officially join the podcast now. Oh, because, sick. Uh, because I finished The Ascent just before this podcast. The Ascent came out this year. 
it came out in like july this is not the game i am thinking of i don't think this is cyberpunk oh this is like the top-down shooter thing right it's basically cyberpunk diablo yes 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 so i that's why i keep thinking of this there is there is an adventure game series that like is from a couple years ago that like is like a very similar the descent oh my god no i'm ascending no i know i was just like why does this sound so familiar but it was because so many websites were playing this like for videos Mm. or whatever that's why it sounds so familiar but i was like oh weird that adventure game from a couple years ago i wonder why he started playing that but that's the descent i see now i now Mm -hmm. i'm on board i got (laughs) i'm back on in the Uh loop i see so yes i i've I decided to fire this up because I downloaded it when it first came it's out. On Game it was, Pass, right? it, it, it was on Game Pass. So I downloaded it. I was like, I'll give this a try at some point. But I don't really like twin stick shooters that much. So I was like, I don't know if I I just wasn't excited to try it. But I eventually just was like, I'm going to just fire this up and see. And then I just started playing it. And I was like, OK, this is just basically Diablo, but in a cyberpunk setting uh, where like there's just, you know, there's tons of loot and tons of loot yeah uh you know the the weapons feel good it's like everything is voice acted except for the main character which whatever i I, recently i i have two minds of this my favorite games Mm -hmm. of all time the protagonist is a silent protagonist i don't know that it works fully anymore in modern games but you know this just because like they would be talking to you and you just don't respond oh yes Uh uh-huh it just it yeah, it doesn't fully work, which, but whatever. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Um, I, aside from that, I mean, like, you're just kind of, you're getting experience. And what I really like about this game is, like, it never fully punishes you for death. Now, it sets you back, but, like, whatever you pick up, whatever you've killed and gotten experience for, that stays. So you can just kind of get stuck on a part, but, like, you can just kind of grind away at that part until you level up or get the right loot to be able to get past that part. And like, so something as simple as that can just kind of keep me just kind of going back and until I finish it. So uh, it probably took me about 10 and a half hours. I kind of want to go back in and just play a little bit more. I'm, I'm enjoying it that much to just kind of keep grinding it out. Nice. Um, uh, one little uh, tip that I would give is there is a fast travel system where you like ride a monorail or something. Um, I never really engaged with it because like going from point A to point B, you'd encounter enemies along the way and you'd be killing and getting experience and stuff. So it always allowed me to be like a couple levels ahead above of like what the recommended is, which definitely helped because this game definitely felt like it was made for co-op. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so like not having that in a couple parts made it pretty brutal. Uh, but yeah, I, I really did enjoy my time with the ascent. Um, I, it's probably one of my favorite of the uh, the twin stick shooters, and I should probably check out more. Yeah, uh, because I the more I thought about it, maybe it's not that I don't like twin stick shooters. Maybe it's because every other twin stick shooter I played was a roguelite. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that could do so it. That might have been more the issue. That could have like, been. Because I, I like to enter the gungeon, the combat, but then I just got frustrated with the fact that I just everything just kind of kept getting reset. Mm-hmm. Where this is just kind of like just an RPG. You're getting experience. You're leveling up. You're yes, getting mods. Um, you're getting augmentations. And... I didn't ever play it, but I think Hell Divers is that. Mm. 
uh, and that had like an expansion and stuff. That was I don't know that that's on Xbox, but that was on PS4 and maybe something else. It's definitely on PC and PS4. I don't know. About I was Xbox. gonna say it probably it maybe Switch. Everything's coming to the come to the Switch. Yeah, but uh, it was like because it was like one of those summer of PlayStation games, so it might have been mm-hmm. some deal with Sony. But Hell Divers was like that, I believe. I know it was not a roguelike, and it was a twin stick shooter, as far as I'm aware. But yeah, so yeah, I, I definitely. Um... I would recommend this game. It's another game I would say, Manny, you might like this, but yes. you have too many games to play right now. I do, and I'm doing a bad job. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm just gonna. Uh, I'm gonna make a note of Hell Divers, and I'll look into it. Looks yeah, like it I, I am. I am pretty sure that it is a twin stick shooter that is like Diablo, but I, you know, I don't know. Uh, yeah. So I <laughs> last week I was like, the thing I'm going to do is beat tales of arise and I'm just going to rush through it. But then I didn't. And I did every quest in the game that is possible before fighting the final boss. And mm-hmm. then I got a couple trophies after that. And I would have kept going if the game didn't force me to stop because the quests after you beat the game are for level 99, which is the max level. And I was only 60. And I was like, well, I don't want to grind right now, so I'll play something else. But the longer I played Tales of Arise, the less I liked it. The story, oh. the story goes in a direction that I do not think is the best. And it is what most JRPGs do, where like nothing happens for the whole game. And then at the end, they're like, oh, fuck the story. And then they like you're sitting in these cutscenes of like fucking 30 minutes of exposition. And it's just like, dude, we have to learn how to pace a fucking story. Like there were so many hours before this when we could have led up to this moment and we just fucking did not. And all of the characters, man, this Tales game did it worse than all of them, where everyone has a fucking secret. And if everyone just said their secret earlier on or at the beginning, everyone would have been like, oh, who gives a shit? And it would have been fine and we could have solved this problem. But instead, we let it fester and fester. And they're like, oh, fuck, I'm dying. Sorry, guys, I didn't tell you until five minutes before I'm dying or whatever. And you're like, guys, what? We're all a big, loving, happy family now, 60 hours into the game. Why were you afraid to tell us these basic things or like about your safety drives? It drove me fucking insane. But the combat rules. And that's the only reason I want to play the secret dungeon is because I like the combat and I enjoy that. Do you have to get to 99 for the secret dungeon? Uh, I you do, but you can beat enemies that are way higher level than you. And I guess if you just go into the final dungeon, the secret one, you just will level up to 90 in like an hour. Uh, so if I ever want to do that, I could, and this is like also the only tales game where there are like no missables because normally they're like really big on that. So you can do everything. And it's the first one where you don't have to play it more than once to unlock everything. So, uh, you can just get the platinum and like get everything and see everything. Um, I guess there are reasonable amount of time. Uh, yeah. Like it took me 50 hours, but I also was being, myself and i did everything you possibly could do i'm just asking because nukio would spend like 300 hours in these games uh yeah where well this one is like meant to be shorter and like that's why this Mm. is the first one that like really connected more with a western audience which i disagree with the fact that it has an 89 on open critic is fucking insane i do not it should be like 70 75 tops for sure and like i love those kinds of games normally so like it just is like wow 89 what game were you guys playing because it was not what i was playing 
uh, I don't know. It's fine. The characters are like, okay, I, I not my favorite tales cast, but people really like them out there. So I don't know. I like, I do think the streamlining of it, like the battle system is very good, but the, like I also not having missables is very good. I think that's much different. Like I literally have to play tales of Asperia with a fucking FAQ of missables open so that I don't like step too far and like miss half the quests in the game or whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. They're not like that anymore though. So that that's cool. It seems like they're just trying to make them more accessible overall. Uh, Right. And then I was like, you know, Toem is out. I'll play Toem. And then I sat down for four hours and I got 100% in it. Toem is so fucking magical and fun. I like the demo a lot. It's a little black and white game. You're a little Scandinavian boy and you are sent out by your your nana, your grandma there to take a picture of the event known as Toem. I won't spoil what that is for you guys. I mean, maybe you're Scandinavian and you just know these things. Uh, but you basically like you just take the bus and you take pictures of shit. And to get to each new area, you um, like take pictures of certain things and they give you stamps. This is fun. I don't know. Sorry, I'm laughing over here because I Googled Toem. Yeah. And Google's like, did you mean time? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> uh, and I literally can't get anything of the game to come up as Toem. So I'm going to have to type in game because uh, I just wanted yeah. to look at the aesthetics to just see if I remembered what this game is, but go continue. Yeah. Um, so I don't know, like it's fun and charming and like, mm. there's no real story other than like, you're this kid taking pictures and you got to go sure. to see, tell them, you know, and it, it, the, the actual game probably took like three hours to get through. And then I like went back and cleaned up the other secret challenges and whatever. Uh, and some weird, weird stuff happens, but it's all black and white. And like that adds to the aesthetic, but it's like when, you're like in your camera. Everything is like, I can't even describe it. It's like a pop-up book. Almost. It's it, the aesthetic is cool. Um, I had played the demo, which is the first area. I think there are four full areas and one more, um, but they're neat. There's like a, you start off and it's like a forest area. Then there's a city, um, a seaside boardwalk town and a mountain area. And then the top of the mountain is where the final thing takes place. But I, I don't know. It's just like a fun, good time game. And like, I think they put a lot of polish into it. It's it's neat. Um, I really liked it. So I was like, I'll get the platinum in this for sure. Um, so that took me like four hours. Uh, after the podcast, I played a, last week. I played a little bit of WarioWare Get It Together. At this point, I have played roughly an hour of it. And it is WarioWare. I don't really know how to describe WarioWare other than that it is like five second mini games where you just have to figure out what the fuck you're supposed to do in a very short amount of time. Uh, but the big difference about this one is instead of like being a disembodied being or something, uh, you just, you control the characters of WarioWare. So like you are Wario on the mini game screen and there are like 10, 12 characters that from WarioWare and they all play slightly differently. Like WarioWare is a jetpack and he floats around and he can do his uh his body slam or like nine volt. Most people's favorite character is the worst experience of your life to play. He's on a skateboard and he can't stop moving, and the only way he can attack is straight up with a yo-yo, and you like miss everything, and it's just the worst. Uh, earlier I got Ashley, everyone's favorite witch, and she just can go around wherever and shoot things in any direction. So she seems broken. Uh, so they each have like their own weird, unique movement gimmick or whatever. And every mini game is completable with every character, but some are better suited for it than others. Mm. Uh, I am going through the story right now, which is just like Wario wears Wario's game. 
uh, that they all helped develop got some bugs in it and they get sucked into the game and they got to beat the bugs and you meet each character and the parts they developed like Jimmy T for some reason developed the sports part there's a culture part that the alien made it's all very weird uh, and the story will probably take me another like half hour or so and then I can just stick around with the mini games or whatever um, I see why it got a 70 like it's not the most content packed WarioWare game like the last one was definitely a lot better I think on 3DS but it also had a lot of older oh. ones on it um and yeah it's like one of those things where it's like they're trying something new so i get it i think it's cool that they're they're trying a new thing here um even though well and it's been a while since they released the warrior War. yeah it was a couple of years ago the ds1 came out warrior War gold but well even that was more just like it was just like a best hits wasn't it uh it had a lot of new stuff in it too oh did it okay and that so that's what's also weird is that one added a lot of like longer cutscenes because like a lot of WarioWare things when you enter a new area there's like a weird prolonged crazy cartoon cutscene thing about the characters or whatever. In WarioWare Gold, it was like they were all fully voiced and it was like really weird to hear Wario speak full sentences and they were like pretty long. This one they went back to like not really talking and just being more like goofy dumb bullshit, which is fine. It's just a lot different than the last one. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I like it. I like WarioWare. It's fun to dick around. It's definitely more meant to be multiplayer. Uh, and I'm not playing it that way. So sure. maybe I'm not getting the full enjoyment out of it, but I still think it's okay. Uh, and then I said, I crave racing. I need racing right now. And Cruisin' Blast was getting a lot of good reviews. Uh, Cruisin', for those who don't know, is an arcade franchise like Cruisin' USA, things like that. Um, and for some reason, Nintendo owns the Cruisin' IP. I don't know why that is. Why do they own that? Uh, but this came out on Switch, and Cruisin' Blast was an arcade game, but this is an arcade port. This game is fucking crazy stupid. And I loved every minute that I played of it. Um, it looks pretty bad because it's on the Switch and it looks sort of like a PS2 game. Uh, but it is the most arcade arcade racer you could possibly get. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know how to describe this fucking game. The gameplay is so fucking dumb. Like the arcade feel like in every arcade kart racer type thing you can drift and then when you drift for long enough you get a boost but if you double tap the acceleration button you will do a wheelie and if you do wheelies off of jumps your car will flip wildly forward okay. um or you can do side wheelies it'll flip sideways or if you drift over a jump you'll do a fucking helicopter spin um and so the arcade game had like six tracks and they were like oh we can't have that it has to have more than that. So they added 24 new tracks for this game. And normally I would be upset about this, but a lot of them are reused tracks, but they just add stupid shit to them. It's like, oh, this is Paris. What if there were UFOs destroying everything in the background? Or what if in this Arctic wasteland, we had two really bad Yeti sprites beating the shit out of each other, and then they break the ground and you fall through it while you do a fucking helicopter spin? And then what if you unlocked a Triceratops as a car and it was Ooh. so poorly implemented that when you rev, it still makes engine sounds and has flames come out of its ass like there were wheels there. And then what if 
you level up the cars as you go and you get cosmetics. So level one, you get neon lights for your car. Level two, you can get decals. Level three, uh, what was level three? I don't remember. It was so it's okay. ne- neon decals and then oh body type so you can like make it look sick with spoilers okay. and stuff and then the final was an engine which you're like oh that upgrades my engine and makes me better not true just changes the way your engine looks <laughs> which okay is fine but what if all of those upgrades also applied to a dinosaur what if you had a dinosaur with neon lights on its head mm. that's so dumb and you can do that and I love that. This game is so fucking stupid, and it's $40, and I got more than my money's worth out of it. I beat normal okay. mode. I got all golds. I'm going to go through on hard and expert. Same tracks. I'm going to do it. Is there, like, couch co-op? Uh, yeah, there's split-screen co-op, I believe, yeah. You, you can you can race. So we should definitely play this for Extra Life, because it's dumb as fuck. I was looking at... <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I was looking at the Hot Wheels game Matthew, let me tell you about this. I played this game and i said this is great but it's not enough and then i watched ign's nine minute review of the hot wheels game and i fucking ordered that shit and what's what's annoying is it came out yesterday but nowhere got any copies other than the switch version so fucking even at our best buy they won't get it until thursday amazon is shipping it to me on monday i'm getting it from amazon but like nowhere got anything other than the switch version and you you get ninja turtles cars and mm-hmm. batman mm-hmm. and barb i'm so oh, i look so sick and it looks so fun and like they put so much effort into it anyways uh-huh. i'm i'm racing over here cruising blast is fucking it was so stupid you- you do realize the best racing game is coming out in a month, right? Yeah, but what if it's not? What if secretly it's Hot Wheels Unleashed? Okay, if Hot this? Wheels Unleashed is better than Forza Horizon 5, I'm going to be very sad. No, I bet it could be. I think I will be very sad. No, because Hot Wheels to me is like the true racing experience I want. Whereas Forza is like just close enough to being outside of I- that. I, I mean, like, did you see all that that party stuff? And you I did, and that bowling? see that looks really fun too. But like, <laughs> cruising blast is that mm-hmm. shit, but like ramped up yes. to fifty. It's so mm-hmm. dumb, and like, none of it should work. Like when you jump off the stuff and you're flipping, normally you would like hit a wall or go through the ceiling, and it would like stop you. But they made it so you just clip right through the ceiling and the floor, and it doesn't matter, and you're just like you're you're on the track. It's so shitty. I I love it so much. Uh, so do you think the arcade version is like that? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but yeah, also the arcade tracks are in it, so I beat all those as well. But there are keys hidden in every level. Three keys, and if you get all the keys, you can use those to unlock dumb shit like a fire truck and like a, I have a helicopter for no reason. Uh, the dinosaur sadly is like really bad. Like its speed is not good, but I did play with it enough to get the neon. Um, the good news is you can be a dinosaur in Hot Wheels as well. You can exactly. You can also be Blanca from Street Fighter. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so yeah, I'm very excited to play Hot Wheels uh-huh. Unleashed this coming Monday. Uh, but yeah, Cruise and Blast. That shit is wild. And then to finish it off, I was like, should I start playing Judgment? And I installed Judgment, and I installed Kenna, Kena, and I looked at Death Loop and Life is Strange, and I said, no, I have to beat Eastward. And then I. Mm. Um, I got to. I just got to chapter six, and there are eight chapters. Uh, I love this game, and it is not for everyone, but it is definitely for me. 
Um, the combat and like the Zelda esque mechanics, this everything is fine. The combat is like pretty, uh, whatever. Sure. Uh, but I like solving the puzzles, and I just like being in that world. Everything about it makes me happy, uh, except for the parts where it's horrifically sad and involves a lot of death. Uh, but everything else magical. I just got to a train filled with monkeys called Monk Hollywood, where monkeys film movies. Ooh. So. It's going to be fun when I play this later because I have no idea what the fuck is going on or why we are here, how we got here. Um, it's wild. Uh, but people, I think, may have overestimated the length. People are saying like 36 hours. I think it's only 20 ish, which is fine. It's I, yeah, that's, that's an OK that's time. So I probably have like I'm like 14 hours in. So I probably have six, seven hours left if I continue at my current pace. Maybe a bunch of side quests open up and then that makes it take longer or whatever, which we all know I will do that. Uh, but I like being in that world. I like the characters. Another game where the main character doesn't talk, but I think the way they do that is really funny uh, because it's all text-based and they'll just talk at him. My favorite gag with it was someone was talking to him on a radio and they were like, Sam, are you there? And that's a little girl. And she, sure. she's not there, so she doesn't say anything. And they're like, ah, oh, silence. Must be John. <laughs> and you're just like, what the fuck? So they do that gag a lot, and I really like that. Um, but yeah, yeah he doesn't talk. He's just a large stoic man who smokes, and that's great. South Park did that. Yes. With the silent protagonist, yeah. but they like made fun of you for being a silent Yeah, protagonist. so like that'll happen every so often. It'll be like, oh, man, a few words. I like that about you. <laughs> and it's just like, <laughs> what the fuck? Um, yeah, it's, it, it's a good game. I like it. I'm glad that they took as long as they did to like kept laying it and made it what it should be like it the pixel art is incredible like on a level that i still can't comprehend and then when light is shining through on them it's just like holy this must have taken you so long to make um but i really like it so that is cool i think that uh weird earthbound inspired games in that in terms of that delta rune chapter two kind of stole its thunder a little bit but you know uh, yeah that that i i I don't think Toby Fox did that on purpose. No, definitely not. But I mean, just in general, for people who would like a game like this, I think that that kind of ate its lunch a little bit, and especially because it was that free. They get spaced out more. Yeah, but I. That's on. Yeah, I like this game a lot, and it's not. It's not a full art. It's not an RPG, sure. although it has one in it that you can play. Uh, so that's that might be how people were waste like spending so much more time is in that RPG that seems like it's got a decent amount of content in it too, but I just want to see the story. So I have not been playing that very much. Um, but yeah, that's where I'm at this week. I will uh, this coming week. I'll be playing the Nickelodeon um, smash clone hot wheels. I'd probably beat Eastward later this week. Uh, yeah, it's going great over here. I'm very excited. Yeah, I'm going to start some new games. Nice. Excellent. That'll be exciting. That will be, yeah. Well, you could just you, gonna... you could play Kana. I will play Kana. Okay, great. <laughs> I won't I I'm not going to make any promises that I will finish it. In theory I could, but like I just I don't know if I have it in me to It's not it's not a fist where like all I kept thinking about was fist and I just kept going back to fists. Yeah. 
God, Cruising Blast is so stupid. I It's <laughs> unbelievable. Like, and like most of the stuff in it would normally like piss me off, but it's just like, oh, this is so uh-huh. ridiculous that I, yeah, yeah, I yeah. can't even handle this right now. Like, they knew what they were doing. They, it, it has like a, a charm to how stupid it like, is. Like, right? as soon as I saw the two Yeti models punching each other, I was like, mm-hmm. oh, this is something else. They look so fucking bad and dumb. Uh-huh. And, uh-huh. oh, it's so stupid. Uh, so, yeah, that'll do it for what we've been playing a lot, uh, you know? It had been pretty slim for a bit there, but th- th- I've s- so many things to talk about and do. So do you? So, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, as I said, now I'm excited that I got I got my ten games that I've beat this year. Yeah. So. Oh, this this reminded me. I thought this was so funny. When does Far Cry Six come out? Uh, next Thursday. Okay. Well, anyways, when I was on Amazon and I was buying Hot Wheels Unleashed for PS5, it said it has the frequently bought with thing, and it was Far Cry Six. <laughs> And I was like, that's fucking so cool. I love this. Uh, so, yeah. The, that, that's oh, it. when I was buying Kena, I also bought another game on PlayStation Network. What was that? that? Was, it was $3, and I was like, I will buy this for $3. It was a Soma. Oh, okay. An actual game that people like. Yes. I thought $3. I was afraid for a second because there was a Square Enix sale and I thought you were gonna say the quiet man. No, no, like <laughs> I bought an actual decent game yeah. for three dollars. Yeah, and it's like scary too, like spooky. Yeah, yeah. So for Halloween October yeah. times. Yeah, sure. I don't know if I'll play it then. Well, yeah, but I mean it's three dollars. Because I don't know if you looked at my backlog. I, I did, you have fifty five games listed, listed in there. <laughs> uh, so it's just like ah. Oh. See, I wish there was a button I could push and just be like Tell me what to play next. Oh, yeah. That would be a cool feature to. Uh, yeah, that would be. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So that that's what we've been playing. And uh, for our final part here, we're going to do the old Frosty. Yes, uh, I do have some ideas for the next two weeks, but I don't want to do them yet. So. OK. And I, I kind of want to surprise you. OK, good. Because I, I like that doing. I like the surprises more. You seem very excited about what, what got pulled. I pulled Final Fantasy 15. <laughs> All right, look, I have to say this before we start this part. If you like Final Fantasy 15, this is not the podcast for you, and you should leave now unless you want to be sad by what I have to say about this game. I, I'll, I can start. Okay. I played some of it. Uh, yeah. And I'm sure you loved it. I can't remember much of it. Okay. It was pretty for I remember there was a car. There is this game starts with them pushing a car. This is true. Well, no, you drive around the car and stuff and there was camping. Well, no, but at the beginning, the car is broken down and they are pushing. Yes, it and yes. they go to the garage. Yes. yes, there is camping. Yes, this is true. Um, And that's and I remember the combat being all right. That is I disagree. The combat is absolute dog shit trash. <laughs> it is not that bad. It's, it's so I, bad. It is it's so all right. No, it is di- hard. Disagree. So this is okay. I have always I have always felt this way. They mm-hmm. were trying to be like, oh, let's make it more action based like Kingdom Hearts, except they forgot the part where Kingdom Hearts is actually responsive. So they have this garbage system in between turn based and action where it doesn't quite feel turn based and it doesn't quite feel action. And it is garb. It feels like garbage in my hands. And then (laughs) 
the magic system is also not fun and usually it's not even worth it to use magic until the end of the game when they're like you can't even fucking beat this boss without magic even though you've never used it before and the dude is blind how do you even see before you keep complaining Uh i think we should throw in some positives and say that the story is very good (laughs) (laughs) okay so the positive i will i can speak positively about this game i do Uh think the uh first open world part is like a great concept that also graphically graphically, it looks looks pretty good yeah yeah it it looks great for especially when it came out what like 2015 yeah and um like i do think that first part is good and i think if they had Mm -hmm. delivered on the promise of what they build it as is like a bro road trip i would have liked that more because like it just the characters never get developed enough for you to like care about them in a way that like you would in most other JRPGs or even like, they don't feel like bros to me. And they barely talked when you're out like doing. And even when they do, it's just like, this is like weird and stilted. And like, there are parts later in the game that are just like, how can you be so emotionally insensitive to this dude? Who's supposed to be like your best friend, like someone he really cares about just died and the thing you say to him is quit being a bitch ass it was like it was like an hour ago dog like fucking let the man be sad that someone he knows just died like oh my god yeah i don't know and it just like none of it feels cohesive and part of that problem was it was not that game originally like it was completely different game it was final fantasy versus 13 and tetsuya nomura had this whole grand vision of what it was supposed to be, you know, it's supposed to be something different. And like, that's why if you watch that first versus 13 trailer, it has Noctis in it. It does not look like what final fantasy 15 looks like. And that's because they gave the game to someone else to get it actually finished because it was in the wildest development. Hell, I was going to say, didn't it have like two or three different creative directors during its time? Yeah, it either had two or three. Like it was Nomura and then uh, Kitase was the person that they gave it over to. I, there might have been someone else in between there. But like there was that original trailer and it was a CG trailer that I thought looked pretty rad. And then there was like a second gameplay showing that like didn't really show a whole lot, but like looked OK. And then there was the reveal of when they were like re-announcing it as Final Fantasy 15 and that has a lot of footage that did not make it into the game and still made it look kind of different and then it became what it was which I I don't know man and like they Square wanted this game to be a huge thing like I remember their initial sales expectations for it were like hilarious to me it was like millions and millions of copies. And it was like, this is not going to sell that dude. Yes. It went from Nomura to Hajime Tabata. Yeah. Who did crisis core, final fantasy seven, final fantasy type zero. Yes. And that he was like a co-director with Nomura for a little while. And then it was Nomura. It, it, it seems like it was just a mess all around. Yeah. Oh, you're right. It's Tabata, not Kitase. Anyways. Um, yeah, and they like Square had like these ridiculous expectations for it, and they were trying to make it like a multimedia thing. Like, there's the pre- it was a movie, the prequel movie, which people hate that movie. It was okay. I, I don't know. Like, it's a standalone thing. It but it like sets up the whole story of the game. So like, there is like crucial context you are missing from the beginning of that game if you did not see that movie. 
and I think that's crazy. They also had like a bunch of weird anime shorts that I also watched to like get you to know each of the bros uh, in the beginning. And it's like you, the main character of the game is Noctis, the prince of whatever the fuck. I can't even remember the names of the cities in this game. It's how upset I am right now. And I, I don't think he's a great character, but like, it is very clear that there was a different path intended for a lot of this game because I, the the main character is Noctis. Gladio is the big um, buff man. Uh, Prompto is the weird little uh, more like stylish feminine anime boy. And then there is Ignis, who is the for some reason British man that is with them. And he was like Noctis's friend and retainer for a long time. And he like cooks for them all the time or whatever. And like those are your four bros. But like it was very clearly originally supposed to be like a f- party based RPG that had more characters. Like at one point you get Aranea, who is arguably one of the coolest characters in the game. She is really cool. She is a dragoon, which is a very popular Final Fantasy class. So she has a spear and jumps really high. Um, she joins your party for a little bit and then leaves and just like kind of gone and removed from the story for the rest of the game. But there was a bug that would allow you to get her to stay in your party. And there is unique dialogue for every area in the game that you cannot access with her that she will say when you go through those areas, if you glitch and keep her in your party, like they didn't even remove that stuff from the game. It's just, if she is there, she will talk to Noctis about stuff that is there that she was not a part of in the game. And it's just like, Mm. what the fuck? And I personally think that Ravis, um, one of the villain characters who ends up having a redemption arc is probably the best fully realized character in that game. Despite the fact that most of his character development happens in a fucking letter you find on the ground and just have to read. Um, But he also seemed like he was supposed to have his redemption arc thing and then be a playable party member, or at least have a way larger part in the story. There were entire characters in the trailers that were cut out and like stopped existing like there was the black haired girl Stella or whatever, and they just never had her in the game at all. Which let's be clear, shit gets cut from games all the time. The only issue is the game felt incomplete, especially towards the end. Yes, like it goes from being a complete open world game to like, when I say linear, like that's almost being generous. Like it's like literally a straight hallway for the rest Mm. of the game. And like at a certain point you are removed from the combat and you only have this terrible ring and like you have to like use the ring to kill these enemies and you can't use any of your regular abilities and stuff. And it's awful. And they made that better quote unquote in subsequent patches. And like they have the, the King's edition or whatever the fuck that added a couple more things to the game, uh, that people seem to say improve a lot of that stuff. But like, man, what? And it just like the end of the game doesn't feel like a conclusion. And the thing that always bothered me, which really makes me so mad when people complain or no, don't complain when they defend final fantasy 15 to me is like the DLC. It was absolute bullshit the first season of DLC. It was split up into chapters that were very clearly just like cut out of the game. Like there is a part where Gladio just leaves and is like, I have some stuff to do. 
I'll be back later. And he's just gone for a couple hours. And that's the part you play in his DLC. There is a crucial part where a life changing event happens to one of the party members and you don't see that happen and they never tell you about it, but you experience it in a piece of DLC about that character. And it's just like, this is insane. And they expect you to care and feel bad about this scenario. It's, it's literally to me, like I sell you a book for $60 and I tore out six pages from it. that are the most crucial pages of the book. And you get there and you say, Whoa, Manny, this page is missing from the book you sold me. And I say, Oh yeah, that'll be an extra $30. I mean, games. What was that anime game that did that? Oh, Azure's the- wrath. Azure's wrath. And that, that, that is ending. like the ending, but this is even yes. like weirdly more egregious than that. And that it is like, mm-hmm. you clearly see where it is supposed to go. And the fact that one of the like crucial fucking moments of character, uh, two characters arcs is behind that paywall is absurd. It is absurd. And the fact that anyone could be like, Oh no, that's okay. Cause you're paying for that character development. Like fuck clean off. In this RPG that's meant up to be about these characters in a crucial story based moment, you don't show me that and then say like, oh, but you can experience it later for 30 bucks is like criminal in a way for a game that already feels unfinished to me. Like that is that is a heinous act that I will never forgive Mm -hmm. them for. And like I I do. I always come off sounding overly negative about this game, but I do feel like it has so many issues like the character development is a huge deal to me. I do think that the combat, I I hate the way it feels, but I still don't think that even that is like fully realized. And like, it feels like it could have had several more systems or been like slightly more complex. Like, it's, oh God, it just, I nothing about it feels good to me. I will defend that combat by saying it was a good half step for them to learn how to do the Final Fantasy VII. Sure, I I, I do I, think, I do agree I think, with that. I think that it allowed them to learn what they should do in Final Fantasy VII yes. remake. Like that is the ideal of what I would have wanted Final Fantasy XV's combat to be. But like, I do think that maybe they should have just made it like one to one responsive with button presses, like Kingdom Hearts is. I I'm just I just think like it for the the combat system to be so good in seven and people really rave about mm-hmm. that combat system i think they needed to you know have that they needed to test the waters with 15 learn what to do what was right what was wrong and then they were and that that is fair but like also mm-hmm. versus 13 was supposed to be straight action like kingdom hearts is and I, then it just I, wasn't that yeah and, and i think the other big thing is i mean this game was in development for almost 10 years or yeah and, and there was no way it could live up to the hype but like outside yes. of that even if i give it a free pass on that like i still just think a lot of it feels not great or unfinished in a weird way it is like a lot of it feels like Nomura had these like wild plans which everyone knows obviously he did because he fucking made kingdom hearts a man's sheer mm-hmm. lunacy and like it has all these threads that are like oh this is really cool and then they're all just like severed at this really weird point where the game becomes fully linear and you're like what Mm. the fuck is this like none of this feels cohesive or done at all and i still i know people will like try to defend the ending and be like oh it's so emotional and then i'll ask them to explain any part of it to me and they (laughs) cannot do it because it doesn't make sense. It feels like hours of the game are cut out. 
Do you think it is your least favorite Final Fantasy game? Oh, almost certainly, yeah. Because like you, a lot of them, you you have very positive. Yeah, like to say I, about. I like a lot of them, even the ones that I don't like very much, like Final Fantasy twelve. I still like see what twelve is doing and think that mm-hmm. it is like a world better than this. And I. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, and I, it's not even one of the things where like I'm not trying to say like, oh, it doesn't feel like Final Fantasy. Like it just it feels like a bad game to me. Like it feels like a half-baked game that was in the oven for 10 years and still wasn't fully baked. Yeah, it, it it's a very odd game that like <laughs> it's almost weird that they needed more time with it. Yeah, it just feels weird. Like it it definitely makes sense that it feels this way though because it is like Nomura clearly had this vision and had set up all these threads and they had worked too long. And so when Tabata took over, it was basically to like, make sure this fucking game is done so we can just be done with it. In a weird way, it's a lot like um, Justice League, the movie. Yes, it is. Where it was filmed by one guy and then they brought in another person to put it together. Yes. And then it just felt like this disjointed mess where, like, it, it was just this soulless husk of a, a, a piece of th- media that really fit was for no one. Yeah. And, like, to me, it does feel like that. And I see people say positive things about 15 all the time. And I try to hold mm-hmm. it in. I try to say, like, it's okay. I disagree. And you mm-hmm. are entitled to your opinion. But, like, I do see where there are there are parts of the game that I like, like the weird fucking pinball mini game that they can go play in gas stations and shit that they also made into a phone game. Like that's weirdly compelling. I think the open world aspect of it with the car is like it's a fun thing that like doesn't go all the way. The camping parts of it with the food like I there are all these disparate pieces that like if put together in a better way. I think would have made a really cool game, but like just because of the way it was disjointed, the way it was in development for 10 years, like it just did not come together and that's fine. Not every game comes together for me, but like, I also just like, I don't know. I, it makes me upset because I wanted to like that game. It's not like I went into it being like, Oh fuck this game. Like I had been looking forward to that game for 10 years. Like I wanted it so bad. Um, yeah, it's just, it's it's also a hard thing. Yeah, that was a weird year because two games that have been in development for like 10 Yeah, years, The Last Guardian also it, came out that year. And it turned Guardian, out, yeah. in my opinion, much better than Final Fantasy 15 did. But yeah, I don't. Well, that was a, I, that that was like weirdly more ambitious in a lot of ways as well. Yes. Yeah. 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 Because that one, it's like, oh, they really spent a lot of time animating that animal thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Trico, so, my boy. Trico, yeah yeah man final fantasy 15 is just a weird thing and like i bet you now if someone played it now with the like 12 free patches they did that like fix quote unquote some of the back half story stuff and play with some of the dlc packs i bet it is a better experience does that still make everything cohesive together probably not um that first season of dlc playing with those in the middle of the game where they're supposed to be probably will be a way better experience than the way anyone else experienced them when if they came out right then but then what really fucking burned me with this was square had made this big deal about how they needed to sell all these copies and it was like a multimedia thing and that second season of dlc they announced and it was like all these four stories that were going to add in parts of the story that i cared about and thought were really cool and they were like nah fuck that we're canceling that shit 
And it's like, you spent so much time on this. Like, what the fuck? And so the thing they put out was the story of the villain. That was the only part of the second season they put out. And apparently it's like incredible. And is like his backstory. And he's like a really relatable, good villain. None of that's in the game. You know nothing about the fucking villain in the game. So it just is one of those things where people are like, oh, yeah, this is the best part of this game. And it's like, oh, you mean the best part of this game is in the season two DLC that everything got canceled after? Fuck off. That's insane. Like the other ones were it was a Noctis DLC, which was for the main character, which probably like actually talked about the weird time skip that happens near the end of the game, which would have been really fucking helpful knowledge to have. The other one was for Luna, who was supposed to be a huge part of this game and instead is relegated to like two scenes ever. It just it baffles, it baffles me. I square sometimes I wonder what they're doing and then I look at final fantasy 14 and i say how did this happen like this that game was uh, not good and they recreated it from nothing and made it into this thing that is now right now bigger than it has ever been and people love it how did final fantasy 15 come out of the same company at roughly the same time frame blows blows my mind open blows my mind open i don't get it and it's one of those things where i really i really do I have a lot of faith in Final Fantasy 16 and it looks closer to the combat system that I wish 15 was where it is just like a straight action thing. Like it looks it looks like that. We may never see it again uh, because Square refuses to show it. They just had their TGS thing and they did not show it there at all. They did say, hey, we're not showing it, though, right at the beginning. And I was like, well, that's nice of you, <laughs> Square. Didn't they have a Project Ethia? Didn't they rename that? That was um, Forspoken. Forspoken, yes. yes. That looks cool. I think there was Japanese gameplay of that that they just showed for the first time because it was all in English every other time they showed it. And that, that game looks like it could be a Final Fantasy game. It does. Uh, it looks really cool, though. I That, that game yeah, looks I'm not, cool. I'm not. I'm not trying to shit on it. I'm just no, saying yeah. like it looked like it. It, it, it to me when I first saw that, I thought it was a Final Fantasy game. Um, so the Final Fantasy game they did talk about, though, at the Square thing is that fucking Buckwild action prequel to Final Fantasy one. The trailer that they put out for that is one of the funniest things I have ever seen in a way that they did not intend so bad that it's wrapping around on itself to be good again. I can't wait to play that game. It looks hilarious. And it is Nomura going full crazy. So I think they gave him this game to keep him away from Final Fantasy 16. So his craziness <laughs> couldn't bleed into it. So we might just get like a pretty good Final Fantasy 16 because Final Fantasy Origins is shaping up to be a hell nightmare with like weird rap rock and dad jeans. Wait, who's working on seven? Uh, Nomura as well. I. Are they stretching him too thin or are they, they're they stretching him out? They're enough? stretching him out yeah, enough. Yeah, he can't. It's crazy. Enough. It's between the two. I mean, I, I don't know. Final Fantasy Origins might have gotten an extra dose because the trailers are fucking crazy and like everything about it is insane. You have to imagine he's doing something with Kingdom Hearts as well, right? Yeah, I don't know that he is like the direct. There is a Kingdom Hearts game in development right now. Yeah, but I, he's got to be like at least like. Putting I, his yeah, he can. And, like, he consults on the story probably, but like, I don't know, man. And 
I this is rare for me to say, but I would have loved to see Nomura's vision for what Final Fantasy versus 13 was supposed to be. Um, because as crazy as he is, his ideas for story and stuff like that are pretty ambitious. So I think it would have been interesting to see. And it does look like he's trying to recreate that a little bit with all the bullshit that's going on in Kingdom Hearts right now. Um, so I don't know, like, I don't necessarily want the Nomura cut of uh, Final Fantasy 15. But like, I just I there will be an interesting documentary about that game someday in a way that will just be like, yeah, we almost died while we were making it or something mm-hmm. like everyone was they threatened they were going to fire us all unless we finished the game or something like I don't know. But I bet times were a little bit stressful there uh, for that. So. Didn't that seriously happen for Pokemon? Oh, I think for Silver, I think like one of like the like higher ups, like he almost died making it because he was like stressing out so much. I mean, that it. happened to Sakurai for Smash. Sure. He was like in the hospital and then he was like still making <laughs> videos from the hospital. Like we're making Smash sick for you guys. And it's like, dude, what the fuck? That's why the last Smash video ever uh, uh, in theory, October 5th. I hope that Sakurai just at the end of it lays down on a bed and that's the end of the stream or something. Yeah. Hammock. He didn't, he just, (laughs) people are servants are feeding him a drink through a straw. So I hope that's what happens. Uh But like, yeah, I don't know, man. Final fantasy 15 though. Like I feel pretty negatively about it. I wonder if it's something where I could revisit it someday and be like, calm yourself and try to, try to soak it in or something. And maybe I would like it a little bit more, but it's just like, I, I think that whole time I was so I was so upset playing it. I don't know. That's easier to do if it's a 10 hour experience. But like going into like a 50 hour experience, knowing you didn't like it the first time. That's a huge. Yeah, that's like people being like, no, the Death Stranding director's cut is sick. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. absolutely (laughs) not. You can't you can't fool me twice on this one. Uh, I think it's so sad that like. You've lost all faith in Kojima. He, I can't do it. I can't do like <laughs> his next game. They'll have to be like, oh, this is actually a 10 out of 10 masterpiece. And I'll be like, OK, maybe, maybe <laughs> even then. That's what people are saying about Death Stranding. No, but Death Stranding was both sides of the spectrum. There are people who it were was, like, I love was. this. And people who were like, this shit is terrible and I hate it. Oh. And I fell on the terrible hate side. <laughs> but even then, like, that's what pisses me off about Final Fantasy 15 is like, I can see, I get why people like Death Stranding. I can see it. It just did not happen to me. And I don't like that gameplay. Final Fantasy 15, I don't even see it. When people are like, oh, I actually liked it. I just want to be like, fucking how did that happen to you? Is your brain okay? And I know that's really mean. And so I always try to be nicer. The time I felt bad on stream once I felt so bad because someone said something about Final Fantasy 15 and I just I can't hold back. And I went off and then someone was like in stream. They're like, well, I kind of like Final Fantasy 15. And I was like, oh, God damn it. Why didn't you say that before? So I could have like tried to stop my tirade of hatred about this fucking product. Yeah, I don't know, man. Final Fantasy 15 is one of those ones where it's just like I I so desperately wanted to like it. Like I more than anything, I wish I liked Final Fantasy 15 and I just did not. Mm-hmm. 
And I, you know, every Final Fantasy after 10, excluding 14, I have not liked as much. Like 13 was okay. 13, 2, 13, 3. That's 12 was actually the first MMO, right? 12 felt like an MMO. 11 okay. was the first MMO. Okay, 11. I, I, I get No, I know. Considering yeah, I've yeah. never played yeah, any yeah, yeah. of them. Well, so I, 10, I, 10 I was the last. It was a near PS2 launch title, and it was the last one that was like a straight turn-based RPG. Um, and then 11 was an MMO and everyone was like, what are we doing here? Then 12 was like, had sort of MMO esque combat, or at least it feels like it to me. People get mad when I say that, but like, whatever it does feel like a single player MMO to me almost. And so I, I will re- I will try to play through 12 at some point, And I'm sure I will really love it now being older and appreciating it's weird Shakespearean esque well, story more. I don't mind like that MMO combat a lot of, like i would probably like mmos more if they weren't so grindy yes and they were just single player and so like yeah i i i think i would like final fantasy 12 if i played it now in a modern context but back then when i was in fucking like 10th grade i felt very differently about what a final fantasy game should be and sure. then 13 because uh, you played cross code right i love cross code yeah which is which is just a single player mmo yeah basically um and then yeah, 13 is like people have differing opinions. It's okay. I I don't know. And then however you feel about 132 and 133, you can all keep that to yourselves. Uh and then 14, great. I love it as an MMO. It's excellent. And then uh, but that came out and it was a originally a it was very not great. Yes, and I don't know what that was like back then, but I like what it is now after a realm reborn. As far as I understand every expansion it gets better. Yes. So uh, so the the new one uh, coming out pretty soon here 2 months, I think. Uh Mm-hmm. should be really good but then yeah 15 i just didn't like either so i you know i God, i still i look so forward cool. to 16 man i i want them to show it i want to play that so bad it's been six years since mm-hmm. not counting the remake obviously. yeah yeah and like ff7 remake i they probably were more focused on that than 16 at a certain point because they were just like we got to make this people like this huh we got to make sure people uh, like this and that was probably one of the best selling square games in a long, in a, yeah so i mean it worked out for them uh, i i hope 16 does well i i i have faith but it like it looks like it's going for like a more gritty game of thrones-esque story and like uh, <laughs> Are you telling me Nomura is not capable of this? I mean, Nomura is not involved in 16 at all. So, like, I... Hmm, they could. They, I believe it is the scenario writer for 12, and 12 is more of a, like, adult-esque, less and extreme anime story. So I, I have faith they could pull it off, but my thing is, like, what is a Game of Thrones-esque medieval-type story through the lens of a Japanese person? Mm-hmm. It, that sounds kind of interesting, though. It sure does, but then what if it pans out? It's like, oh, no, this is rough. Mm. Also, then you have to throw in the Final Fantasy element, so then you throw that in, and it's like, what is this? What are we doing? I don't know. So it could be fine, but like I said, after after 10, I have not liked Final Fantasy as much, so I get it might not be for me as much anymore, but I will still, I always want to give it a shot. Like, I always, sure. I like that franchise enough to be like, what's Square doing over here? Where are they putting all their money? Should they have just really focused on the Final Fantasy VII remake instead? Who knows? Uh, but yeah, that's all I got. I mean, I could t- I could complain about fifteen. I mean, I think long. we I think we talked about it for a good half hour. Yeah, yeah. I mean, minutes, like so. I 
I try. I try. I would like to be more positive about it, but it makes me. Angry. I was going to say, like, I think we try to be a little more positive about video games in general. Yeah, I try to be. Um, at least on this podcast. Yeah. Uh, but sometimes it's hard not to just when you're disappointed by something. Yeah, it's kind of like it's kind of like me with Kenna mm-hmm. or Kena. I'm gonna. I, it's gonna happen uh, every time. I'm never gonna call yeah, it yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it. I. I don't think it's bad. I'm just. You know. It's. I'm just disappointed. Yeah, I do think Final Fantasy 15 is bad, but that's for a myriad of reasons. Right, I still right. like I I actually Do you say that's like a 2 out of 5? Uh, I I would give it a 3, I guess. See, and that see that's where like 3 out of 5s are so fascinating cuz like it's either just like this is painfully average or this is just like all Well, over. so it's like one of those things where it's like I I see the potential in this game. Like yes. it works <laughs> like you can play it. It's not like a two or a one where I would consider like, Oh, just throw it right in the dumpster. Like someone could get something out of final fantasy 15 and enjoy it. Like for me, a one is just like, this shit is abysmal. It barely I works ones... or I absolutely fucking cannot stand. It. I think it's terrible. Realistically. If you're thinking about it completely objectively, yeah. ones don't exist. Yes, exactly. Because they just, they will just never pass. Yeah, because it just, basically, a game that is a one shouldn't even function, really. I, I, they are probably released on Steam that no one ever touches. That's where, Uh, like, the one game that I, on my backlog that I gave a one to is a game that, like, I just didn't even take me an hour and I just didn't even feel like it was a game. And Mm. I, I get what they were going for. I just don't think it worked. Whereas like 12 minutes, I gave a two to it works like it is a video game. I just think it's a bad one for yes. many reasons. Whereas like, yeah, I don't know. 15. I, I see the appeal. It just to me, it doesn't work. So, right. Yeah. yeah. I took the approach of like five is a game I loved. Yeah. One is something I just absolutely hated. Mm-hmm. I like it, it's just. those are so weird like like am i looking at this objectively or am i just looking this at like subjectively and i just kind of went the subjective route for back yeah like i usually at least in most cases like if if i give a game a five it's probably because it is subjective because it's like oh i Mm -hmm. loved this whereas like when the worse a game gets the more objective i try to be because i don't want to be that negative like i don't want to be like this game sucks and I hate you, the developer of this game. I'm just always like, but where's the redeeming quality? Like it, it works and it looks pretty <laughs> like I have two out of five. Like, I don't know. Did you just describe Kana? <laughs> it works and it looks pretty. Exactly. But I, Kana to me feels like the most three out of five game I've seen in a long time, yeah. especially with the way no, people no. are describing it. So Oh, what was that game I played earlier? Biomutant. Mm, yes, that. Okay, sure. That was the that was the most three out of five game I've ever played. And so, like, <laughs> and that's another weird one. Like games that work and are good like that. Like you can usually easily place it. Like if someone said Manny review Cruise and Blast, I don't even know what I would say because it's probably like a two and a half, maybe two two and a half. But something in about it makes uh, me feel good inside. So I would probably give it a three, four. I don't know. Not a five. It's not that good. But I what about a three and a half? Sure. I've laughed a lot while playing it. Mm-hmm. Like when I t- took a jump and was spinning like a helicopter and flew through the ceiling with no collision and did not slow down at all. I was like, this is the best game I've ever played in a long time. Love that shit. <laughs> yeah, I think I gave Crackdown a uh, three, a four. Yeah, which like if you I, liked if it, I was like, you liked it. If I was an objective reviewer, I would give that a three. <laughs> yes. 
Uh, cause like I can't, but like if we're just talking about me, yeah, I, I happily will give that game a full sure. Cause I really liked it. Yeah. I had more fun than any human being should have with that. And game. that is, that is why uh, the <laughs> 89 score of tales of arise baffles mm-hmm. me in a way that I can't even understand because it is paced so weirdly bad. And like at the end it gets really grindy. And I feel like most normal reviewers would just be like, Oh, I hate that. So like the fact yeah. that it has an 89 is just like what? I may see, but like a lot of outlets, like they have that like they JRPG have that person, but like person. I am that person. And that's why I'm like yeah, baffled by it. Is like it's just like I don't even like that. It's mm-hmm. uh, it's it's weird. Yeah, I don't review certain, re- games, certain just, games just hit certain people a different way. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I was gonna say like everyone's a little Whereas, different. but then like the the only other equivalent of this that I can think of off the top of my head is Yakuza Zero where it was like the first one of a Japanese series that like really made it with people. And I love that. Get like that game's up yeah, here. Yeah. Tale of Arise is like down. I, I don't know, man. It just, it's very weird. But anyways, I could video games, man. I could talk about video games all day. Has it been a while since the last tales game came out? Uh, I did look at it when Jumbo asked me this. Cause I have tales of Berseria. I think it was four or five years. Can't remember. And when was the last time you played one? Mm, I mean, I was replaying Vesperia, but that game is from 2007, I think. So. I'm just kind of wondering if, like, maybe you're closer the, the to last, it than, like, The last time I played one was ones? in, like, 2010. Okay, so... Like, a new no, one. That's... So, yeah, I don't know. It just... I, I think now that I am older, I have a more critical lens of certain weird bullshit tropes that happen in JRPGs, where I'm, like, one of those curmudgeons well, who's like, it was better on the PlayStation. Years. You've also had 10 years of dealing with those tropes. Yes. But it, like, I am one of those people who's like, why can't we just do it like we did on the PlayStation 1? What's wrong with that? And people are like, no, modern stuff. And I'm like, well, I guess. I, I don't know. Sure. Yeah, but this one character has this really big secret. And if everyone knew, it would just kind of like make everything better and that can't happen. just the, the and then like once they trust each other they're like oh i have this other secret and there are literal scenes <laughs> where someone will be like what's wrong you're acting weird and they'll be like don't ask me about it and they're like okay <laughs> it's like what the fuck guys come on uh they gotta act all edgy though they sure do um so yeah it makes them more interesting <laughs> Sorry, I know you're trying to wrap. It's it up okay. Just... I uh, it's just that I, the more I think about Tales of Arise, the less I like it. It just like makes me mad. Uh, the the gameplay is totally great, which is what pisses me off more. It's just I think about the characters yeah. and I'm like, oh, this fucking game. Do you want to feel better? Sure. Play Fist. I could play Fist, but I think that what's going to solve my problems is Hot Wheels Unleashed. <laughs> that's really funny like like we both watched i watched that review and i was like this sounds great and i think it's funny because he gave it a nine and most other outlets gave it a seven which is what i would have expected but i was like you Uh have sold me on this (laughs) (laughs) he he see i had the exact same thing and then i looked it up and i was like okay maybe i don't have to pick it up because like he seems to be on the high end i watched that review and i was like no Mm. i believe you this, I believe I will feel like you in this scenario. See, last time I did that was Watch Dogs Legion, 
where I specifically just sought out the, like the more positive reviews and just ignored the no, negative No, I ones. read the negative ones and they basically uh, said the same thing as the nine, but they were like, but I didn't like uh, it as much. Sure. And he said the same thing. He was like, but I like it a lot. And I was like, see, I would like it a lot, I think. See, the one thing that did seem like it would be annoying is you you go through all that effort, you get loot boxes, and then you just get the same cards. When he, so, like, in his review, when he was like, I opened three loot boxes and got four of the same car, I was like, yes. you gave this game a nine? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, and then there was a point where I was like, should I get the season pass already? Or <laughs> Maybe try the No, game yeah, first. then I was like, I have to play it. But the first expansion is Batman. <laughs> Batman. <laughs> that comes out in december though so like whatever By but i think what really Porter. sold me was when i saw the ninja turtles party van and i was like that can't be that and i was like oh my god it is and i think they have the ninja turtles monster trucks and i was like i oh yes and then i saw the car that looked like blanca and i was like this uh-huh. is it this, this is my gran turismo uh-huh. um yeah you flip them over and it has like the model number and the yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it, it, a lot of heart. You can game. see children's fingerprints on the windshield when you zoom in and photo. Mm-hmm. Mo- oh. Someone, someone was like, the last Hot Wheels games were not cool enough. This was the one. We're making this one sick. I wonder if they were like, we can't let Forza outdo us. <laughs> they were like, like Forza- they were like, Microsoft has so much money and clearly has a way higher budget, but we need to out Forza. Because like Forza, was it? Three that had the hot. Yeah, oh, that's true. Yeah, three, that's three and Hot Wheels, that, four at Lego. Yeah, Lego. Yes, maybe there will be a crossover, mm. and one will get Forza DLC, the other one will get Hot Wheels DLC. You know, see. Well, I think they've been consistently releasing like Lego stuff in Forza. Oh, 4. cool. That's cool. I did think about also paying for the Extreme Ultimate Edition of Forza, where it's like you get all the DLC for life. And play it a couple days early. $50. Literally, yeah. I bought this video card that I have. I got a 3070 Ti so I could play Forza. <laughs> because the first thing I did when I booted it up was play Eastward, uh-huh. which looks like a Super Nintendo game. So yeah, the card yeah, yeah. is not necessary. But I also bought a super fast SSD, like the kind that is in the PS5 and the Series X, just for Forza. Which, I mean, you should fire up uh ori i should because that like because rem- remember we loaded up forza and we learned ori. Up ori when i got my series yeah. x um, so i and i think those are still the benchmarks for the xbox stuff. so yeah my pc right now is off the chain for a game that doesn't come out for another month and mm-hmm. a half so but you can try four i can try four i should download four uh, and just see how that looks yeah. and you can just be blown yeah, away just be like holy shit and then, uh, well, oh God, I we, I can talk about video games all day. They released the PC specs for Forza. My card is not even the like recommended card. They're like, you should use the 3090. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like, that's like twice as powerful as the Series X is. So what, is what are your what are the PC specs you were shooting for here, my guy? Like the. the uh-huh. all ray tracing all the time light everywhere at all angles like what the fuck are you talking about so mine is mine is somewhere in between the like you should have this and the like this is insane spec mm-hmm. so it's gonna look ugh, chef's kiss oh, it's yeah. gonna be so sick i'm ready 
it's gonna look sick on the series. Oh, it's gonna look sick it's everywhere. Gonna look, it's gonna, yeah, yeah it's yeah, gonna yeah. be amazing everywhere. Whereas, like my old video card, even though it was a pretty new card, very new, it probably would have been like, oh, this isn't that great looking. And I was like, I can't mm. have this. So when someone said I can get you a thirty seventy Ti for retail price, I said I'm in. And it, I mean, it'll help with like Halo and other things. Like I'll, I'll use yeah, it. Yeah. Baldur's Gate three when that finally comes out, you know. But anyways. I should end the podcast now. Uh, this. Holy shit. I forgot how to end the podcast. The theme song is a uh, Jesus Christ. My brain is melting. Sting operation, Sting operation by the band Anamanaguchi. Excellent chiptune band. Check them out. I'm going to do something else. Probably just watch a YouTube video because my brain is melting right now. I'm getting too excited about Hot Wheels. This shit's coming on <laughs> Monday. I keep looking to be like, can I cancel my Amazon order and go pick it up at Best Buy? And every time the Best Buy pickup gets later and later and you can't order it online. So I got to wait till Monday, but I'll be gone this weekend at a concert. So it's fine. Anyways, thank you guys for listening. We will be back next week. Peace out. Peace out.